Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 220. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. I am here. I'm at a good level. I can see my lines now, and I just hit my desk, so I hope you didn't hear that. Uh, well, I think I, I think I'm ready for a good show. <laughs> Let's do it then. Yeah, this is our sports podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. But Andy, how about we just kick things right off with some baseball? Baseball. It's a it's a great sport. It's been going on for about a month and a half now, and there's been some ups and downs, and we, we've covered it. Uh, but last week we covered a big a big time story. Um, do you remember the former? Former Angels player Albert Pujols, remember him? Oh yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, so he played with them for a while, and um, yeah, former player. Um, as of last week, of course, we we talked about it that the Angels had finally made the decision to release him, and uh, we basically dug that grave for him uh, and buried him ourselves. And it turns out that was uh, maybe premature. Whoa. Uh, he still wanted to play, um, but you know, I'd said he's not even good enough to play anymore. And you know, my opinion definitely matters. I'm definitely smarter. Yeah, you, than... you were the one that said that's it for him. We're cutting him. Yeah, and it was even in in the episode title. It was like he's yeah. done. It, it's not happening. Uh, it doesn't matter what he wants. Well, uh, he did find a new team. Whoa! He did sign uh, with a team. Uh, he happened to pick the one that was closest to where he was already living uh he happened to pick the los angeles dodgers who uh that, that's my team <laughs> and awkward i did not think that was gonna happen and i i mean i didn't think he, a, a national league team was gonna pick him up because he's not a guy who can play the field anymore and you would think he's, he'd be a dh somewhere uh with with an american league team but you know the national league doesn't have the dh uh that was only a one-time thing last year so this year they went back to pitchers hitting uh but i, I forgot that you know, when there's pitchers hitting, that means there's a lot of pinch hitters. Um, that's, you know, 10 years ago, that was very standard is National League teams would have these old veterans on their bench who would just be there to pinch hit. So they'd get maybe one at bat a game. Uh, they couldn't really move in the field, but, you know, they'd sit there and, uh, you know, get some opportunities. But I'd say recently that position's kind of gone away, that teams have been using that slot more for extra pitchers or for, uh, better fielders, utility guys. Uh, so that like old timey guy who's past his prime, but you know, you could throw him out there, you know, for one at bat, uh, that position's kind of gone away and, but the Dodgers are ready. They're bringing it back. So they signed Pujols and he actually, uh, he had a hit yesterday, an RBI single. Oh, and he did actually play the field, I believe too. So, uh, they're going to work in some more, uh, time for him, but I don't know what that what the future really lies for that. Uh, they they needed a right-handed hitter off the bench. They had done, identified that as a need that they struggled against left-handed pitching. I don't know if Pujols was the best guy available for that thing, but uh, he's he's still a big name, and uh, he said yes right away, I think. He agreed to that contract as soon as he could. because um, Another, what, $700 million coming his way? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think in these this case they don't pay him like the Angels have to pay him or something because you don't get out of that when you release a player you still got to pay him. Ridiculous. So I don't even know what the Dodgers probably may, maybe pay him like a hundred grand. And the Angels still pay him the, his twenty five million. 
So must be nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's not not a bad deal, but I don't even know that Pujols is worth a hundred thousand, or he's not. I don't think he's worth a roster spot, but yeah. uh, he's got one for now, and uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about him uh, so that it can come true or, or uh, go the complete opposite route? I guess. Oh um, well, I'll I'll buy tickets for his seven hundred home run that'll hit because he's going to hit another. He'll probably end up hitting thirty home runs, and I was there for for number six hundred actually. Oh wow, I feel so like I was only close. Fitting. You were close. I think at five ninety six yeah. or something. Yeah, like I saw number six hundred. I was there. Like, oh, it happened. Uh, so you know, when he gets to six ninety nine, I'll buy tickets and go out to L A. Well, there you go. So that'll probably be in like three weeks. He'll probably put up like thirty homers in the next three weeks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, fancy that. I guess uh, he's not yet uh, unemployable. All right. Uh, any more baseball? We're going to move it over to the PGA. Uh, I mean, that's it. There's other things happening. There's games every day, so yeah. you know, feel free to check in. Um, nothing, nothing else I wanted to talk about this week. All right. Well, how about the PGA Championship? Yeah, the second major event of the season here. We didn't really talk about the Masters. It kind of, you know, it snuck up on me and it happened. And it was like, oh, shit, it happened. Uh, but I watched this some week, of it. Yeah, this week we got the second big one, the PGA Championship, which I think used to be always the last one of the season, but they, they kind of flipped the order around. Uh, but that is this weekend. And there's going to be a uh, kind of an interesting grouping here in the, uh, the, in the early rounds here that they're taking the last three major winners and putting them all in one group. And then that'll be, there'll be a, a, a dedicated feed on ESPN plus for that. So, hmm. uh, so that is, uh, Colin Morikawa, who's the defending champion. Uh, who, he won last year's PGA championship. And then, uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who won the masters just last week. And then, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who won the U S open last year. So they will all, uh, be in, they'll be in one group together, and uh, it'll be on ESPN Plus. So it's a power group. Yeah, I have ESPN Plus, and I've yet to do anything on that app. Yeah, uh, I mean, do you have it as part of like the the main the Disney Plus deal thing? Yeah, through Verizon. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think they want to try different ways of broadcasting things. So things like this, um, I know that was a big deal for them to try to get those uh, early rounds because they're never going to get the actual. Sunday, no, no, you know, no, not even uh, close. CBS but, is going to, yeah, this is a neat little ad. Uh, yeah. let me ask you this, Andy, this may be uh, silly of me to ask. Cause I, I, I may have known for gotten what are the 30 for thirties? What do they mean? 30 for 30. It was, uh, supposed to be 30 documentaries for their 30th anniversary. This is so I don't know if they, did they even make it to 30 or have they done more than 30? <laughs> I don't even Okay. No, do they still they still do them? I, I don't know. think I don't know when the last one was. Okay, that's they have thirty for thirty podcasts. I okay. don't think that was what I thought it was. I thought it was like thirty questions, thirty minutes, go. <laughs> no, so I guess there's sixty minute documentaries, but at this point, that's not true because that OJ thing was a uh, hundred hours of just yeah, yeah, and then uh, it. and then of course the the last dance is. It, was that even under a 30 for 30 label? I don't that think just, that was. It's just like, no, we're going to make a really good documentary. So, Which I saw like a teaser online for 
Keegan Michael Key, see, I got him right that time, uh, I think, is going to do a spoof for SNL on The Last Dance. Did you yes, see this? But, yes, it, it already happened. It was last weekend. Uh, oh. It was very good. Very good. I watched that sketch. I mean, that's yeah. like the first sketch I've heard of where I'm actually like, hmm, I'd actually wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah, and I watched a couple of the sketches, and I was like, oh, yeah, Key and Peele was a great fucking show, and this guy's a really talented sketch performer. Like they, So that's a, that's a good get for them. Yeah. Uh, usually, you know, SNL will just have random people and stuff, and it's like sometimes someone's good. Like I remember like Russell Crowe was on like three years ago, and I was like, this, is, this could be terrible. And I was like, actually, it was pretty good. It's Russell Crowe, Andy. Come on. <laughs> Like a fool like you never yourself. know. Like Russell Crowe is a serious actor, but it's like, no, I'll be good in this. Um, but like we bring in Keegan Michael Key, who's like a, a veteran comedy performer who wrote and starred in a sketch show that was really good. And it's like, oh, I think uh, he'll be good. So, yeah. Interesting. OK. Um, wait, so any more on the PGA championship? I, I, I don't remember where we even were. Uh, it's it's happening. Yeah. You can tune in to that this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Although remember, there is no Tiger Woods, so yeah, um, like a dead leg. <laughs> okay, um, how about we shift it over to the more serious uh, playoff uh, sport? I'm talking about basketball. Yeah, this is going to be the bulk of the show here. Now, Andy, yeah, uh, you're going to have to do me a favor, and uh, you don't have to do it immediately, but you need to pl- explain this play and playoff bullshit thing uh, again. Because is it like one and done? Like, are the Hornets about to lose, considering they're getting blown out by uh, Indiana? Yes, but we, we will we will get to it. I'll explain it. Um, but, yeah, before we do that, yeah, the NBA regular season ended this last weekend. And, you know, now we're, we're heading towards the playoffs. So there's, strange, there's this strange play-in game thing that's new to this season. Uh, but, I mean, before we talk about that, I just want to talk about a couple things um, with this end of the regular season. Um, Steph Curry... Ended up uh, overtaking Bradley Beal for the scoring title. So he's Whoa. at age 33, won the scoring title again. That's that's pretty big. Uh, just he, he was basically playing by himself. Uh, at, yeah. at that point, he realized, like, I'm looking at my teammates. Like, I should just put up 23s a game. Like, what? Why not? Yeah. Um, so congratulations to him. I think he, in a full season, he might have broken his own record for most threes in a season. But of course, it wasn't a full season, only 72 games. Uh, another notable thing about this season, only 11 players played all 72. My God. So uh, it was it was a condensed schedule, so there was more cases of people resting. But I looked, and like only another extra six players played 71. So it's just <laughs> it's a new way. Basketball is just different now. Nobody, nobody really plays every game. Uh, Jokic is the only like all-star caliber player that played all 72. Wow, good for him. Yeah. Um, Zubac that needs to be all- shared a lot more because I don't think a lot of people like love that guy. But Oh, they he, do now, I think. I think people really... He's praised around the world, huh? Yeah. I they, mean, he's no Bobak. He might, be, he might win uh, MVP unanimous, unanimously this year. Whoa. Um, but another, another guy that uh, played all 72 was uh, Zubac, who in the final game of the season... Uh, they did the opening tip. He uh, didn't win it, and then they immediately fouled a guy, and Zubac came out of the game and never came back in. So, Still counts. So, yeah, that's one of the 11. Uh, <laughs> only played 
10 seconds or something <laughs> in that game just so he could say I played all 72. So you got to like that at least. A, uh, was yeah. there a reason he didn't play the rest of the game? Oh, I mean, I'm going to talk about it. Like what okay. happened, how much of a shit show this end of the season was. Uh, and also in the, the game before that, Zubach played a few minutes. Uh, he shot a three. He made it. Oh. And they pulled him out. And they're like, all right, you're good. So uh, they wanted him to get to play all 72 because he was healthy enough to do it. But uh, just it was it was a, a very strange way to end this year. I don't know how much you, you paid attention to all the shenanigans that was that were going on with people trying to figure stuff out. But uh, the Clippers closed the season playing Houston and Oklahoma City, who Houston had the worst record in the league. Oklahoma They're- City. Not going to be a team next year, I heard. They're asked to yeah, leave. They were pretty bad. Uh, Oklahoma City, I think, was like 1 in 24 or something on or something. That was their stretch they were on. That at like midpoint of the season, they decided like we are absolutely tanking. They uh, they sent Al Horford home and then they pretended uh, Shea Gilders Alexander had a uh, an injury and they were trying to lose every game possible. So that was how the Clippers were entering their season. Um, they ended up losing both those games. So yeah, the first game. Uh, they're, they started a guy by the name of Jay Scrub. It's his real name. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was his only, that was, his that was a test, uh, in one of the, the games we did, right? Yeah. Jay one Scrub. Of the, yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, so they, you know, I think it's uh, pretty obvious they didn't play Kawhi and Paul George, but they also sat, you know, Rondo, Morris, Batum, uh, pretty much everyone who mattered. Um, the only like people in the rotation that played um, aside from that, like Zubach one minute thing is that uh, Ibaka and Beverly who are coming back from injuries got a little bit of playing time. Um, So after that first game that they lost to the Rockets, essentially what that did is it forced Denver to either Denver could either choose to beat Portland, which would then allow the Lakers to get the six seed and play Denver as a three seed. So then it forced Denver to intentionally lose to Portland which knocked the Lakers down into the seventh seed. Woof. So it was like, it was some crazy high level thinking of like, if we lose to Houston, it'll force Denver to lose to Portland in order for them to not play the Lakers. And then that'll screw the Lakers over. That's some house of cards stuff right there. And then, yeah, then the Clippers lost the next game too, because then that meant they wanted the four seed because now they wouldn't have to play the Lakers until. The, the conference championship if the, if they get that far if both teams get that far so it was some like real bullshit that you really had to try to lose these games and they they really put in all their effort that especially they lost to an Oklahoma City team who wanted to lose every game they played so they even pulled Oklahoma City played pulled the guys that started that game who are a bunch of nobodies they've never heard of to put in more nobodies whoa that's a lot like of nobodies. Think, like the towel boy play. Bob was, Odenkirk play? Yeah, I mean, he probably could have put some baskets in. Uh, and, and I was over at my parents' house, and I told them, they're not trying to win. Don't watch this game. Don't watch this game. Like, no, we're going to watch it. And then it was just my dad complaining. like, Oh, boy. Like an old, old man should, you know, about how things are, you know, not like they used to be. Through a coaster like, through the window, huh? Yeah, that classic genre of uh, <laughs> com- complaints. But uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty much garbage. It was, uh, 
You know, if you, I don't think Oklahoma City even opened their stadium up to fans, not because of any local restrictions, just because they're like, we're not going to bother. Like, who would want to watch this garbage? So mm-hmm. I, I would say I'd feel bad for anyone who paid for a ticket, but I don't think there was anyone there. But uh, those TV deals, I don't know. I wouldn't uh, have wanted to pay for those games to broadcast because uh, who would watch other than my stupid parents who decided, <laughs> we'll put this game on. It's like, no, don't do it. It's not It's not a real game. Yeah. It's a simulation and it's, yeah. it's, it's fake. And it's not like the Clippers are the only team to do this kind of stuff. Uh, Phoenix didn't really try hard in their game. Chris Paul didn't play. Uh, I told you Denver didn't want to win. Dallas didn't want to win. The last the last day of the season, all these teams were just like, nah, we don't we don't really care. Uh, so it was it was last day of school, rest up. Yeah, yeah, it, re- it really was. It was. I think the NBA hoped that with uh, this this playing game stuff that like, oh, it'd mean more teams care at the end of the season, but it just it was a strange, strange end. And then you know, I I think I brought it up last week or maybe the week before about how Minnesota had actually been playing pretty well. Yeah, that they went from the worst team in the league to uh, sixth worst. So right now there is a very good chance that they will lose their draft pick because if it was in the top three, they'd keep it. But if it's outside the top three, it goes to Golden State. So Golden (laughs) State might get the uh, number six pick in the draft uh, if it all goes the way, you know, the order that they finished. Uh, And then, yeah, Oklahoma City, who've been tanking the whole year, them winning that game against the Clippers that they didn't even want to win cost them a couple spots i think they, they went down a couple spots there so uh <laughs> uh it didn't i don't think the anti-tanking stuff has really worked like they wanted to it mm-hmm. seems worse than ever um but yeah the playing games yeah you, you ex- ready you ready for it i th- i think so they just take like the last half like the, uh, of the teams are like, oh, you're almost there. You're just not quite. And then they play each other one game and then they're in the playoffs. No. So it is, it is an interesting system. So the seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th teams all will have to play a play in game seven versus eight plays. And whoever wins that game gets the seven nine versus 10 play. Whoever loses that game is out. Whoever wins that game then plays the loser of the 7-8 matchup. And then they could win that game and get the 8. So right uh. now, uh, Indy, Indy and uh, Charlotte are playing. Uh, that game's over. Indy's up by 30. I have no I have no idea how this happened. So the Pacers... They, were having like, they had like a perfect first quarter is what I saw. They had 40 points on the board. Yeah, it's... I, I didn't think the Pacers were going to win this game. They've had an awful stretch to end the season. Uh, and then Karis LeVert got knocked out for COVID <laughs> today, which is ridiculous. At this point, what are you, what are you doing? How are you still... I, how have you not already had COVID? I, I don't even understand how that happens. Uh, but this team basically like quit on their coach and almost like tried to get him fired mid-season. Oh, boy. Uh, and then I know Charlotte hasn't been playing well, but they, they got the uh, ball back. Uh, but... I don't know. The Pacers just came out and uh, they're going to win this game. So I think the Pacers were the nine and Charlotte was the 10. So that means the Pacers still have to play one more game to get in. So they will play the winner of Washington or they'll play the loser of Washington, Boston, which is uh, later tonight. So the Pacers 
if they could beat whoever that loser is, we'll then get the eight seed and play Philly hmm. in round one there. So, uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say Charlotte's not going to come back from 29 down here. No. Uh, but it, it's it's strange. I don't. Some guy named uh, O'Shea Brissett, 9 of 11 shooting right now. That doesn't sound like a real name. Yeah. Brissett? It's like Sabonis. Okay, Sabonis is close to a triple-double, but uh, he's only shooting 7 of 15, so he's not responsible for this offensive outburst. But uh, yeah. 21 rebounds there for Sabonis in 33 wow. minutes. Uh, pretty, pretty good. He is good his father. Yeah, and nine assists. So that's, that's that got great passing. That's nice. Um, but I don't know. The Pacers, kind of a mess. I, I think at some point they were probably in that like middle tier like with Atlanta that they were going to get maybe a four or five seed, but they just really fell apart at the end of the season here. Uh, but, you know, now they, they still have a chance here. They if they win one more game, then they'll play Philly and probably get swept. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so tonight Washington and Boston play. Uh, Boston finished with a seven seed. Washington, a uh, great run at the end of the season to get all the way to eight. Uh, Boston is is really struggling. They lost Jalen Brown. I would think Washington is is I don't know if they'll, they'll be favored, but they'll be okay. It looks like the line is Boston by two, but I th- think they're the right pick here. They they actually seem to want it. So again, whoever wins this game is the seven. The other part of this is, I think most teams would rather play Philly than Brooklyn, right? Because mm-hmm. Brooklyn is expected to have everyone back, um, so maybe there's a case a team here would intentionally lose so that they can. I, but I, don't, I think you just take you win this game if you can because yeah I would I would think so and none of these teams are going to beat Philly I, no. I just can't see that happening not unless they somehow send COVID up to you know a couple of guy players I think, rooms but I think we'll have those Philly guys already had it right so I don't know just double double get it yeah just get it in their nose yeah. and then they test still right. Yeah, I mean that that's been a thing. Is a couple um, people have been testing positive um, even after vaccines, which they said is possible. It just means like yeah, they said you can still get the yeah you know, the virus. You're still it's you're unlikely just not do anything. Yeah, it's unlikely you'll get it, but if you do, it's probably pretty safe. Like like Bill Maher, that was a big deal. He had to cancel his show this last weekend, and he's like, I was already vaccinated, but you know whatever, it happens. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that happened in the NBA, like say, like saying like a game that actually matters, like second round where it's like oh, be hey, I, got, I got vaccinated three months ago. Fuck this shit! You can't make me not play. Like that's you play with a face shield. They do it when they break their nose. Yeah, Just walk around like you're you know the the greeter at a Costco. <laughs> that a huge face helmet. shield. Yeah. Uh, well, so that's the Eastern Conference playing games. Which who cares? Yeah, but the Western are, Conference ones are uh, a little more interesting. It's a circus over here. So I'm going to start with the the uh, the lesser important game. That is San Antonio at number ten against Grizzlies at number nine. San Antonio is a few games back of Memphis. It wasn't all that close. Uh, they kind of, I don't know. They're fine. They're fine. San Antonio is not very good. Um, I don't think allowing having this plan thing so that San Antonio has a chance to make it doesn't really do anything. But uh, Memphis thirty eight and thirty four, um, that's nice that they have they have a shot actually to get in the playoffs. Uh, they lost last year, remember in that playoff game in the play in yeah. game. That was a different that was a different format last year. So this is a totally different format this year. Uh, but so they they will be playing the Spurs tomorrow, and if they win, then they 
stay alive and have a chance at the eight seed there. Uh, but then the the marquee game here is uh, the Lakers. So the defending champions. I don't know if I have to, have to explain what happened to them this year, but they finished with the seven seed uh, due to a multitude of injuries. Yeah, uh, but I think most people still think they're the best team, or at least the best team in the West. So kind of a uh, it. It it screwed a lot of things up. So all those shenanigans I was talking about with the what the Clippers were doing, what the Nuggets were doing, all those teams uh, was because the Lakers are probably the best team in the West. Yet they were down here at the bottom of the bracket, which was like fucking things up. So uh, yeah. right now, uh, the Lakers, despite being the defending champions, they have to they have to win at least one of the next two games here to even be in the playoff field, which is, seems like unreal, but that's that's the way it is. So they got the Warriors tomorrow night, or tonight as you're, you're listening to this probably. Uh, they'll be heavily favored. They've Everyone's back. But I guess the fear is always one game. You don't know if this could be a game that Curry goes like 13 of 20 from three and puts 60 points in or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's you just don't want to put yourself in that position, but... Uh, the, the other part of it is Lakers will probably win and they'll get that seven seed, which is like, congratulations, Phoenix, on a great year. Uh, you get the defending champs in the first first <laughs> round. Uh, the best season Phoenix has had in uh, 15 years, I think it's been. And Easily. this is what they get. And then Chris Paul, the guy who, you know, just can't can't bring his team to a championship. Great player. But never gets this done in the playoffs. Not because he plays poorly, but because of you know bad circumstances. This is like the ultimate bad draw. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll even though they'll have home court. I don't know if they'd be favored in a Lakers won't matchup. Make a difference. Yeah, I mean, in the Lakers, why do you think the Lakers care about home court advantage when probably everywhere they go, they'll have a significant amount of fans? Yeah, there's there's plenty of you know ever. Uh, there's going to be more Kobe uh, Bryant jerseys in any arena you go to than, you know, there are uh, not Chris Paul. Let's just say, uh, what, what's that kid's name? Booker. Weird eyes. Devin Booker. He has weird eyes. Yeah. They're too far, like in his okay. head or something. <laughs> I haven't uh, examined his skull lately. <laughs> oh, you haven't. So I, yeah, I, I don't think home court matters. I think all that matters is that Grandpa LeBron doesn't, you know, pull his groin or get a shin splint. Uh, sh- if they stay healthy, good luck to whoever they're they're facing. Yeah, and that's why I know that the Clippers have faced a lot of criticism for what they did, especially like, oh, you guys are being afraid, and it's like, I think that's probably a good strategy. Is yeah, it's strategy. Maybe if the Lakers have to go through two playoff series. There's a decent chance, you know, you know, Mr. Glass or, uh, you know, the old man LeBron uh, do something. I mean, it's, it's, it's what happened to him this year is uh, LeBron's one of the oldest players in the NBA and Anthony Davis uh, doesn't drink enough milk. Like, well, he just bought know. a $40 million house in Bel Air, too. I mean, and he deserves it. Like, Anthony Davis is great. So he might um, not want to, he might be like, guys, I got to move. Like, I can't keep playing basketball this season. I got, I got to move in. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I have like, I already a, rented the truck. I can't uh, return. I have a saltwater pool the size of the Baltic. I just I can't. Yeah, I mean he already won one. Why, why, why do you care at this point? You're you're validated, exactly. right? Yeah. He's not he's not going to compete with. I mean the Lakers led by Anthony Davis are not going to win like 
three more championships. So he's not competing with anyone. So LeBron's the one who wants to try to get to Kobe, right? LeBron's now won four. So he wants to tie Kobe there with a fifth. So he cares. Uh, But, I mean, Anthony Davis, who cares? He won one. That's good enough. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, now that you say that, just because the fact that I don't like the argument of who's better, LeBron or Kobe, I kind of kind of am now leaning against rooting for the Lakers because I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, that's you're not going to escape that. That'll be forever. People love that stuff. Yeah, but for me, it's a generational thing. I think if you love LeBron, you always hated Kobe in the first place, and you're probably under 25. Okay, Otherwise, yeah. you probably say Kobe is better than LeBron. Those damn Gen Z kids. Yeah, they're the real problem here. LeBron James. Well, they just never saw Kobe. It's like I barely saw any Jordan. I mean, yeah, I saw him on the Wizards, but I think it's a similar kind of a of a deal. And it's like it's so hard to go back and be like, well, imagine if they were playing their same caliber, you know, their highest level together against one another. It's like, okay, well, LeBron is 400 pounds and he's like when you're 11 and you're playing in the driveway against your dad, it's like, okay, he's going to just overpower you. Kobe was finesse. Kobe was jazz. It was like a silk robe out there. I think uh, you're just letting the good memories uh, come back. I mean, that's what happens when when people are gone and not just in Kobe's sense of being gone. Uh, I mean, that adds an extra layer of it, but I mean, just away from the game, you you only think about the the highlights of which, you know, Kobe's got a highlight tape that, you know, rivals anyone. He shot and, a lot. I'll yeah, give you you're, that. you're you're uh missing like the the multitude of bricks that you know Kobe put up there. But uh there were a lot of bricks. Yeah. Everyone has a brick, Andy. Not, that's not the point here. Uh but yeah, the Lakers uh they they have a tough road. They they've got yeah. They got to win this. They got to win one of these games. They're they're probably going to win the, this next game tomorrow. You're uh, going to have to tell me how it is because I'll only guess none of them will be allowed to be watched uh, by people who don't have spectrum that live. No, no, no. In, you're you're good now. This I is, don't believe this, it. They were on, on like three nights ago or something. And it's like no. yeah, tune in, and they're like, "Psych, you think you can watch this, you loser with Hulu?" Uh, so I don't believe it. I probably won't even try. But no, maybe I'll good. listen to the radio if they it's still don't have ESPN. that. It's going to be on ESPN. It's going to be fine. I don't believe it. Uh, I'm shell-shocked. I have PTSD of that bullshit contract they signed for 40 years. Yeah. and like ruin every fan in the greater LA area unless they have Spectrum, a dying internet. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit on the next, cable. On, on the entertainment about how that landscape is changing because there was something, a big story that happened uh, related to cable and all that kind of bullshit so uh, i'm I'm optimistic that that's not gonna be the case uh for forever so uh, it's it is in spectrum's interest to not fuck you like that anymore um yeah just charge hulu a little bit yeah sure we'll get charged more but maybe i don't want that i don't know yeah i mean it's probably gonna be you'll have to pay five bucks a month but just for laker games yeah something like that um so that's a different economic decision you have to make but um uh, tomorrow night, you can check them out on ESPN. All I'm saying is it's such bullshit that I have to pay in the first place $5. I'm already paying $80 for cable. Why do I have to pay a little bit more to watch a team that, you know, their superstars played 
a third of the games together at most. I don't know. The ask uh, Kurt Rambis. It's his fault. These people just want too much money. Yeah. Uh, but so, anyways, uh, the 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 battle for the eight seed. So the uh, the next round of the playing game. Uh, those games will be on Thursday and Friday, which means the uh, real games don't start until Saturday. So uh, all the matchups that are set in stone, those games will start Saturday. Or it looks like, oh, no, it looks like the, okay, not all. uh, The schedule is Nets versus to be determined will be the first game of uh, the real playoffs. Uh, We've got Bucks Heat, Clippers Mavericks, and Nuggets Blazers uh, all on Saturday there. Uh, So, yeah, we we know some of the matchups. Bucks Heat will be an interesting one. That's who the Bucks lost to last year. And really, you know, unraveled such a impressive season from Milwaukee last year. Mm-hmm. They, I'm sure, they want revenge. Uh, I think maybe this is the matchup they wanted. That they wanted this will this will get them back on track that, to avenge well, that yeah, loss from last week. Also, the Heat have not had the same season this year. Hero, no, no. I mean, maybe this will be his time to shine and show us, but I, I, we'll see. And I think Milwaukee's just better this year. They got Drew Holiday. Uh, like Divincenzo plays a bigger role for them. Yeah, I think they're they're better now, um, and I don't know. Giannis just has to do it at some point. Giannis just has to put up thirty eight a game or something in a series and just not let it. He has to go full freak mode. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, Clippers Mavericks also a rematch from last year, a series I didn't get a whole lot of enjoyment out of, uh, but this year Seth Curry is no longer in the Mavericks, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the Clippers will be uh, heavily favored to to advance here. Uh, it's no disrespect to the Mavericks or Luka, but the Clippers just have a a deeper team. And I think they're I think they're better prepared this year, even though their their record wasn't better than last year. Really, uh, I think they're they're a different team. But they've got Rondo and Luke Kennard and. Abaka and Batum and it's a they, they subbed out some guys from last year and some yeah, of the I think other guys are playing better so they made a good adjustment I think they're in a little bit better shape this year yeah. I also think there's not that little internal drama going on like there was last year yeah and like this year so uh Porzingis who didn't play much in the last last year's playoff series he got hurt uh, but they got Boogie Cousins there who uh is very emotional but so is Porzingis and I think that could be I think that's why they brought Cousins in is to play against those big guys where last year the Clippers got murdered by um, not just uh, Borzingis when he played, but by Boban. Yeah. Then Boban would come in and uh, Harold would be guarding him and it would just, Boban would put up like eight points right away. And it's like, that's yeah, not, like, that's what not can real. you do? You, he just cranes over you. It's not yeah. fair. DeMarcus has a, be- has a better chance against. Yeah, he's uh, a little bit bigger. Harold's like six foot. <laughs> but, but Cousins just plays bigger, you know? He's, yeah. Cousins is a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Nuggets, Nuggets, Blazers. Interesting. That was a phenomenal series two years ago. I don't remember that. If you remember that series, uh, where the Nuggets should have advanced, but the Blazers pulled it off. But it was like there's a triple overtime game where yes, Jokic I do. played like 55 minutes. And it was like, this guy's 450 pounds, doesn't look like he should be in the NBA. And he played 55 minutes. This is insane. Uh, He's but a that, tank. This is a, a chance for Denver to uh, get a little revenge here. Uh, but I think neither of these teams have a shot, which is sad. I mean, the Nuggets kind of, in my mind, got knocked out with Murray's injury. But yeah, you know who knows? This is this is a good matchup for them, though. I think I think that 
don't think Portland's that good. So I think Nuggets can find themselves advancing here. Yeah, and again, maybe they have another player that's you know going to get more time. Yeah, Port- I mean, Porter has been incredible. So since the injury, uh, but do they have enough like depth? It's, it's no. more than that. So. But nonetheless, it'll be an opportunity for someone to showcase some skills in crunch time. Yeah. And then uh, on Sunday, the only matchup we know of that's for sure is uh, Knicks-Hawks. So that's a who, – who would have thought the New York Knicks would have home court advantage in the playoffs at any point? That's so quite weird. a story. Yeah, quite a story for them. So they, they have home court advantage over the Hawks. Uh, but you know, I think it's the like Hawks Giuliani's are back at mayor positions. What year are <laughs> yeah. we in? That would be quite a show as well. Uh, but uh, this this could be fun. This is a very very two very different teams. This is the the Knicks are all about defense with Thibodeau and uh, play a different style of game, and and the Hawks are about you know running and shooting and all this stuff. So uh, that's that could be a fun series. Uh, just to see who will probably lose to Philly in the next round. So I don't, I think Philly has Philly. I would put some bets on Philly to win the title because I think they have the easiest run. They're, they're the least likely to get knocked out early mm-hmm. because they'll get uh, probably the Celtics without Jalen Brown in round one or Indiana. Uh, and then round two, Hawks or Knicks. And then they just need to round three, probably. Brooklyn or the Bucks, which will be a tough matchup. But if they had an easy road the first two rounds, maybe they'll be well rested, and who knows? So that that Bucks uh, Nets second round matchup potential uh, that that could be the best series in the whole playoffs. So. Um, really quick, let me ask you this, and I feel like we talked about it a while ago. Going back to the Lakers, really quick, it's going to be weird because they're going to play back at L.A. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, they still don't have any fans like near that. I don't think they have anyone on the court, right? You mean like Nicholson seats? Exactly where yeah, I'm going with this. Like happen. he's not yeah. going to be there. I don't think even if he could be there, he would be there, right? I don't know how often he was there last year. I mean, he's 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 old. I don't think you're going to get Nicholson back there. He's 84, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, oh, that's going to be so weird. Like when they do go back to full capacity not to see him there. Yeah, it is going to be strange because they're also, I think a couple places have already petitioned to be full capacity, like, and especially like, like Florida, in, aren't they all back to normal? I don't, I, but I don't think their, their sports are full capacity yet, or at least oh, basketball, but I'm sure they're um, petitioning then. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Miami, Miami's in the playoffs. So we'll see. I don't know how that works, but I think different teams still have different levels, but the further we go on, so like I, NBA Finals, maybe we will have full. Uh, California there. reopens on the fifteenth of next month. Yeah, but then like I'm saying, for for stadiums and stuff, they'll still have different rules, and yeah, the stadiums themselves will make decisions. Teams themselves will make decisions. Adam Silver will have a say. So I, I don't know how complicated that'll get, but I mean, the, the finals aren't going to be for a while. So maybe Leo becomes the new uh, Jack Nicholson uh, at LA. Yeah, or maybe he'll just have to be go to Clippers games because they'll be in the finals. Who knows? Well, that's, um, you got Billy Crystal. Also the, uh, the leather cowboy, my guy. Yeah. Mr. Uh, philanthropist, right? Yeah. He's, How old uh, is he? I don't know. I mean, he could be like 52 and just you yeah, know, had, a, had a life. <laughs> uh, that guy's name is Jimmy Goldstein, I believe. 
Yeah, I think that is uh, right. How old is he? 81. So, that's it. I mean, he's, you know, he's young enough to be president, right? Yeah, that's true. So. Although I don't know. Eh, he'd probably win, you know, like Texas and all that stuff with the cowboy hats and such. Yeah. His Western wear. But I mean, you know, he he'll he'll want to be there. I think. I mean, he's he's even said he's he's a basketball fan. He's not he's not a fan of any team really. He just yeah, he just likes the games. Yeah, he just. I read an article knows. about him. He flew up to one of the important uh, Warrior games with someone breaking a record a few years ago, and uh, the night before he was at a Laker game or a Clipper game or what have you, and literally flew up there and then came back and went to another game. It's like, yeah. That must be nice. I feel like that'd be Tony if he had the uh, the means. Yeah, but start, with start any sport, now. Yeah. wouldn't even matter. Like, oh, you guys are having a dice tournament. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else to add uh, regarding the playoffs and all that? Uh, not for the playoffs, but uh, there was one more, one last basketball story. Did you happen to see the? Uh, the Hall of Fame, and I'm talking. About, I didn't watch the Hall of Fame ceremony. I'm talking about the, the new class that they announced. Uh, I heard Duncan spoke. So I mean, they had they had the ceremony, which I I didn't watch, but that was the uh, yeah the, about the. Uh, but that's literally all I know of last it. year's class, but um, the new class for for next year. So they've uh, they announced who will be in the Hall of Fame next year. Uh, Vince it's Carter. Is it? No, he's not. He hasn't been retired long enough. He, uh, oh. uh, they, they put a ton of people in there because they have different, like you can get in under different things, but the, the big, the headliners here, Paul Pierce, uh, Chris Bosch, Chris Weber, and Ben Wallace. So that's a interesting collection. That's a, it reminds me of watching basketball as a high school kid. That's like, that's when those people were, yeah, were stars. So it's like, you know, as we get older, like, the, the Garnett, Duncan, and Kobe thing was was crazy. I even wrote about it on the old site where it's like that those three guys retiring in the same season was like like it was crazy that they would all retire in the same season. And it's just a major it, it blow did to feel, basketball. It did feel like an end of an era. It's like, oh, those are those were like our guys. Those were the guys that came up uh, when we were kids. And it's like and they're all going out. And yeah. When's Popovich retiring? He's. I don't think he's going to retire this year. He's. He hasn't said That's anything. Crazy. I don't know if he's the type of guy who would announce it ahead of time and try to get like a, a tour. But yeah, it's like Elton John, coming to a an arena near you. Yeah, but there were there were a lot more people that are getting in the Hall of Fame for, for different reasons. Because again, it's the basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, so so Rick Adelman, who was a coach for the Kings and the Rockets and stuff. Uh, you know, he was Chris Weber's coach, that great Kings team. Uh, he's getting in. Jay Wright, the Villanova coach, the current Villanova coach. Uh, here, here's the interesting name. Bill Russell uh, is getting into the Hall of Fame. Yes, Bill oh, Russell really? into the Hall of Fame uh, for the second time. Yeah, what is it for? <laughs> for being a coach. He, he, he coached the Celtics as well for <laughs> a little okay. while. Uh, so that, that's uh, interesting. Uh, Tony Kukoc. Oh, he's getting in as an international uh, player, I guess is how that works. And for his um, his uh, performance on uh, Michael Jordan, Doc, yes. I'm like, I don't, the last yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for that, people would have forgot he even existed. But yeah, 
Uh, well, they watched it like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a neat thing that some international players that would never make it as NBA players get in for their like contributions to the game internationally. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure Sabonis is on that list. Oh, yeah. He's probably uh, of Lottie, I'm sure. Um, so it's cool. Guys like that who are important to basketball but are not going to be NBA Hall of Famers. And it's it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. So. And then you get to share a title with Pistol Pete. Yes. I assume he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he has to be. Come yeah. on. I had a I ball wait. handling video of his. Yeah, I can't wait for the uh, when Chris Kamen finally gets in. Oh, contributions yeah. to the game for redneck Americans. You're going to take a week um, off of work. Yeah, it's going to be great. One time all star Chris Kamen. Yeah, he averaged 11 points and 6.5 rebounds. Had over. a Porsche named after him. Uh, it's great, but uh, congratulations to uh, everyone else and everyone Tom else. Tom Petty's taller brother. Yeah, uh, Cotton Fitzsimmons got in. That's a great name. Don't know anything about him, but he got in. Congratulations. Hmm. Uh, he looked. He's been dead for a long time. So, <laughs> congratulations. They'll have to send someone else to collect his award then. Yeah. All right. Is that going to wrap us up for sports? Yeah. So the next time uh, we're back here, oh, we'll have played some games. Yeah. Woo. All right, well, uh, maybe it'll be a wacky ride until then. But uh, for now, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 220 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Playing Andy. Yes, thank you. See you later.